Today we welcome Matty Coop. Matt, welcome. Thank you. No problems, painter. Yeah, nice to see you, Matt. Cheers, Dean. Um, another one of our guests, um, like Meacham, Jeff Meacham last week, who's not as old as Jeff, but still playing <laughs> a decent standard of football at 43, Matt. Yeah, 43, Matt. Which is great to see, keeping yourself fit and healthy. Yeah, to Keep playing as long as you can. Um, just start off, to go back to the beginning, yeah. you started off at Swindon Town, I believe. Yeah, Whitey at Swindon. Um, seems like a long time ago now, like. Um, but yeah, two years there. Didn't quite make a professional, but um, yeah, two great years. I think probably everybody who's ever been a YT sort of says, you know. Did you go there as a centre half or a, I mean, a No, back in them days, I used to play like centre mid, yeah. right back. Um, but you think like everything as you get older and everyone starts realising you're not that good. <laughs> you start moving back, but yeah, I played midfield. Um, yeah, right back. But no, no, good, good times really. Like, Who you know, took it there, Matt? Who was the manager? And stuff John Trollope was the John Trollope John was the manager. Swinning legend. I still mm. see John to be fair. He comes yeah. and watches the Supermarine games now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was manager, and then Steve McMahon was the first team manager. What Steve McMahon Liverpool? Yeah, Steve McMahon yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. But it was all quite unlucky there because Steve McMahon basically came in and. Yeah, all the youth team that were there before he got there, he sort of, he didn't really give any of us a, a go. Not saying that I would have made it, but it was almost like the right was on the wall before we'd even kicked the ball, like, you know. And uh, yeah, so he sort of came in and when we had the chat that nobody wants at the end of your two years, he uh, he said, Matt, yeah, do you know what? I haven't seen you play, but I'm going to let you go. And I was like, oh, that's great. Thanks yeah. very much. Yeah. And um, But as it turned out, you know, I don't, I don't quite, at that time in my uh, football, I didn't quite believe that I was going to be good enough anywhere, I think. You know, I didn't quite have the belief that you probably need to add yeah, at that you age. You do need that, don't you? You do, you do need that. So, um, yeah, I got released and I had a trial at Bristol City, which, to be honest, I didn't do that well in. And then I ended up at Forest Green. Um, uh, and then I sort of, I don't know what it was, but I sort of, when I, when I came into non-league football, because I was like, what was I that age, like 19, and Forest Green were in the Dr. Martin's Premier back then, which was obviously like the same as Conference South now. Um, I just had this sort of, because it was coming into non-league from what you sort of call league football, I had this belief that I was, you know, as good if, you know, as the players I was playing with. Find your niche sort of thing. Find your yeah. niche, yeah. I think just having that belief that I was good enough sort of made me think that I was good enough and, you know, had the confidence to go on. And, yeah, I was really lucky there because... You know, I ended up at Forest Green, and there was some. Uh, Who was Gaffer then, Matt? Frank Reagan was managing. Yeah, there. Frank. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and um, what teammates were there then, Matt? Well, I think you had him in the other day. Like Dicko was left back. Granny Dix. Granny Dix. You had Mike Kilgore. Yeah. Um, Donny Forbes. Yeah. Donny Forbes. Yeah, what a player Donny was. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, such a top man, like underrated. But well, we said it the other week. Tony sort of noticed him playing on Sunday football, didn't he? I was playing. I was playing for a friendship. Honestly, my career was like more or less sober and uh, we were playing for like I said for a friendship and uh, Donnie was playing yeah. and um, I took him to bat well he was like I mean he was such a good player Don I mean he never gave the ball away I don't think he was never lower than an 8 out of 10 was he in the centre half alongside you yeah so Frank used to mix it up back then so we used to play a free but obviously I came into that um, and they won the league the year before to go up into the Dr. Warren's Prem 
Um, and then we ended up that year going on to win the league again that year. We got promoted straight into the conference. Was, was Gary Smart in that team? Smart was in that team. Yeah, he was talking about it the other week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I joined that team and obviously it was already quite a successful team. Frank had added a few players. I was a young lad coming in, which I suppose at that time, <coughs> you know, you're getting lads from pro clubs and a lot of them fall by the wayside or, mm. or, or sort of fall out of the game or whatever. But I managed to get in the team quite quickly and I was kind of playing over centre-back of a three or right back of a four and then either in centre mid I used to play quite a lot as well yeah. and we used to have, I mean that team that had I mean like as a baptism of fire it's like non-league football like you see you've got Dicko, Mike Kilgore you had Tommy Callanan sat in the middle there Rob Cook Paul Hunt Oggy yeah. playing up top like what a player Oggy was and you had Smarty um, Maka Paul McLaughlin uh, not um Mark McGregor. Mark McGregor. Alex Sykes. Yeah. Yeah. Good season, yeah, good season, yeah. yeah. Toby Jackson was there as well with the longest throw in the world. <laughs> um, and what level was that then? So that was Dr. Mark's Prem, so yeah. equal conference safe now. Yeah. And there were some good teams in that, you know, it was before they sort of like split the pyramid a few times, which they've done a few times over the years. We say it every week more or less, don't we? You know, it, yeah, it, it's not. It's getting diluted, isn't it? It is yeah, properly I mean, diluted. Yeah. You've got all the, like, you know, the Tamworths and, the, you know, all the Birmingham sides that were like proper, yeah, proper blokes in them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had, a, we had an unbelievable season that year. We we were, I think we had the first 13 games, like we won 13 games on the spin. And we were like finding our feet, really. I don't, I don't think anybody expected that team that year to go straight up, not even close, mid-table finish would have been an absolute dream, do you know what I mean? But the team spirit there with the boys and, you know, it was just, for me, I, I arrived there, devastated about not becoming a professional footballer, but landed there, and it was obviously in Nailsworth, I was, I'm from Stroud originally, when I school in Stroud, so that's like next to it, mm. and I was playing for the team in the local area, and it was just like, it was amazing days with amazing blokes. That's probably the start of them taking off, really, wasn't it? Because they were like a back... Sort of team, yeah. They? they were called Nelsworth at one time, weren't they? And so yeah, that's right. Yeah, they changed, yeah. They changed to Stroud FC yeah. as well. And so it coincided with Trevor Horsley, who's passed away now, bless him. Oh. Um, what a man, what a man he was. Um, yeah, it he was the he became the chairman and sort of got the club sorted financially. Bought Frank in, like you say, they had a year before when he got promoted, and then we just rode the wave. And yeah, that year we sort of went on and. You know, after 10, 13 games, we was, I think we won all 13. We were top of the league and we just carried on kicking on, you know, going to places like we defend for our lives. I mean, you know, we go places against the teams that were so-called the best teams in that league and you defend, you defend, you defend. Had that grit and determination. And uh, like Oggy would score, you know, he'd make someone into a box and spin it in the top bin because he was that good, like, you know. Um, we, we were, we, similar, you know, I'm obviously a defender in it was a clean sheet was a win for us oh fantastic every, yeah. every game we played if we kept a clean sheet then we knew Painter or Smarty or Freeguard or Randall or somebody would stick it in the back of the net that's right know? and that's the difference now obviously I'm still playing a bit now but the difference now is the difference to, to what was back then like, I learned very quickly from a group of proper men yeah. that not conceding a goal was as good as scoring a goal, do you know what yeah. I mean? And they loved it, and you blocked a shot, do you know what I mean? It was that you'd done the best thing you could ever do. And, you know, I've got to say that that was, 
that was fabulous times there and you know I, we all whenever there's a reunion of any description everybody comes from miles to be there do you know yeah. what I mean that says it all really yeah it? that's right and it was good times like I say we had Stevie Winter as well Stevie Winter yeah. was I mean Jesus he had some ability Steve do you know what I mean it was quick that's a little Stevie Winter isn't it little Stevie yeah. Winter full yeah full back yeah but we used to play like, we used to play sometimes a four sometimes a three so we'd be like a like attacking wing back and we used to go places and you know with Alex Sykes Gary Smart you know, Stevie Winter, you had another lad from Birmingham, big Mark Hallam. Just proper, proper good players, you know, who knew how to play the level and just, yeah, we used to steamroll the people. Yeah, you look at the Italians joining the European Championships, because that's when we started the oldest one, it did. Yeah. And, you know, Cellini and that. Yeah. Just. Well, they fist pump, I don't know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Proper defenders fist pump yeah, each other. If they say they'll do a, a late, you know, saving tackle. I mean, funny enough, I was watching the football last week, Liverpool. When he's not the the Brazilian player, went to score a goal. The Man City player literally tapped yeah. it on the line. You yeah, 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 To Man City to score for that, and, and they were like fist pumping each other then. So, so I suppose to defend there, you know, it's like scoring a goal. It's like scoring a goal, that's right. You know, there's nothing like scoring a goal. Well, I wouldn't do that. You know. <laughs> I didn't score many. I don't know. You only know your stats, man. You scored six goals in three hundred and thirty. <laughs> not a bad ratio. <laughs> Yeah, so it was like, so that, yeah, so that was like, like I say, I come from like Swindon when I was disappointed to come into that, and it was just, you know, fantastic. Started working at that age as well, and playing football on the weekend, had a bit of money in my pocket, and it was, you know, I was, I was happy, like you know. Yeah. So where would you move on to from there, then, Matt? So what, what calls that? Was it you? Well, no choice. Or? Well, it was, a, it was a shame really. Cause like I said, I ended up playing. I think probably like 30 odd games that season, mm-hmm. which for like a 19 year old in that level was like pretty good. We got promoted into the conference, and then I signed a three-year contract at the start of that year, um, and I played like, I played like another 30, 35 games in the conference the year after, and Frank Gregan comes to me at the end of that first season, and I was like, look, you're going to struggle to be in my plans for next season, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what's happened there? And then we had like Mark McGregor, had been out on loan to Simon Sestra and come back, and another young lad, Andrew Catley, was at Southampton, who was yeah. a very, very good player, Caps. He'd been out on loan as well, and he'd come back, and he'd, and he'd offered them another year and all that, and I was like, I couldn't quite figure it out. So being a bit of a boisterous character, I went, right, that's it, I'll leave then, I'll leave. And uh, I ended up going to Gloucester, and Tommy Callan had gone to Gloucester, and they were recruiting like, like some real good players locally, they had a bit of money. So I went there, and I, I got offered a really good deal. Um... And I left. But was, was that with Timmy Harris? I can't, do you know what? I can't remember exactly. Who, I, can't, I remember Callie. I can't think who the manager was. It might well have been Timmy Harris. Yeah. When was that? Late 90s? Early 2000s? Uh, oh my God, I can't. I know who it was. Hughes. Um, oh, Brian, Brian Hughes. Brian Hughes. Oh, Hughes. I played with Brian Hughes. I played with Brian Hughes. Yeah, Hughes. Hughes. Yeah, Hughes. Hughes. Yeah. Hughes. Hughes. Yeah. Hughes. 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 Was he a good player, Mingzi? Mingzi I'm was joking. A good player. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him Saturday, to be fair, so <laughs> be careful. But he, um, yeah, but I found out a few years later, Rob Cook, who I played with at Forest Green, he said, I told him a story about why I left. And he was like, you donut. He said, Frank Regan used to say that to me every season. And he never wanted me to go. He just wants you to come back and be a bit more determined to get in the side. So I was, I was devastated then, do you know what I mean, no, I had left and, you know, I was quite boisterous and Frank, I remember the meeting, I had Frank and he said to me, and he was like, are you sure you want to do this, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, 
I only lost my head a bit because I thought I'd done so well. Yeah. And uh, that's probably my biggest regret, actually, because I think if I'd have stayed there then, you know, I could have ended up playing a good few games for Forest Green in a conference level, which they stayed at. Yeah. Um, and sort of like maybe done a little bit better than, you know, than I did, even though I'm more than happy with how many games I played knew I played them before. That's my one regret, probably, that I was a bit aced at that point. Um, but that's that's exuberance of youth. Yeah, as well, that's it? right. You yeah. know, we all we all thought we could play, and you know, going back, Frank's give you a chance, and then you've gone with Brian Hughes and, and Tommy Cowles. Yeah, and, and and they give you a chance, you know. And, and Painter and I have both said, you know, somebody gives us gives us a chance. You know, Bob Boyd with me, Bobby Jones with Painter. Yeah, you know, and you need somebody that believe in you because there's loads of kids that are that are good enough to play yeah. if if given the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. It was just a shame then because I went to Gloucester and the money got pulled like almost straight away. I think we played like eight games um, of a new season and yeah, the money got pulled. Basically, Brian pulled us all in and said, you know, lads, going to struggle to pay you. Um, we'd like you to stay, but obviously like all the big hitters that were there, a few lads from Cheltenham that had signed on. Because at the time, Cheltenham then, when I was at Forest Green, you had Cheltenham, with the, like, the team knocking about, you know what I mean? Cops was manager, yeah. they had a really good side, they got into the conference, then they got to the FA Trophy final, which to be fair, and that was in the conference year when I was at, at Forest Green, we got to the FA Trophy final as well, so yeah. well, it was at Wembley and that, so we had a real good few years there. But um, yeah, so it was, it was a shame, like, you know, the teams are sort of disbanded, and then it was like, well, what are we gonna do? And we played Clevedon, I think, on the Tuesday night, we went and trained on the Thursday. Um, Brian told us what had happened, and you know, Clevedon. He came to me and said, Clevedon have said, look, you know, got a few of your mates down there, like some of my best, my best mate Ian Harvey. He was down there, and Marco Michikay and all that. They also down there. Tony Cook, you know, Stevie Lester. They also down there, and, they, and they'd they'd won the league be- the year before to come up into the Dr. Martin's Prem back then. Um, so yeah, so the opportunity came, so I ended up going down there then to play for for Clevedon. Just yeah. mentioned Stevie Lester there, he carried on playing for years and years. Yeah, well I see Stevie Lester down the gym, because I think he had, he had a bit of a minor heart attack the other day. Did he? Yeah, so I see him down there, down at David Lloyd. And, uh, He's they, fit. Yeah, mate, oh mate, in the running, mate. I better stop with doing that. Well, fair to be fair to him. Trick is <coughs> yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, you know? Yeah, it's... He's, he's back running five days a week now, mate. He plays five games, so I've been playing... I've been, like in the close season, I was playing for Melksham Vets and that when it was just all starting again. And you had a, you had a, yeah, Triggs there, and I think he played for Melksham Vets on a Wednesday, someone else on a Thursday. He plays like six games a week, though. Like. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I played for a vet team once, and I've never really been interested in animals. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I ended up down at uh, Clevedon, which was, uh, yeah, spot on, really. So it was, it was that fair down there, man. So fair was... He gets a mention every week on his podcast. Yeah. You want to guess me about well, it? I've been alongside fair. I got some good news. We are fair week after next will be yeah. on. Is it fair? Steve, Yeah, well, too fair. Look, I mean, he was a, he was a bit of a taskmaster, Steve, and he used to lose his cool a fair bit. But I got on really well with... Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got on really well with Steve, to be fair. He was, he was good to me. And uh, I didn't see eye to eye all the time, but I liked him a lot. He was a good guy. Um, Jeff was his assistant back then, and then uh, yeah, Jeff Meacham. Jeff Meacham, yeah. yeah. And then we, we had a good side, like you know, it's a real good players. Matty Rawlins up top, uh, 
Mills up top as well. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Milson. Yeah. 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 And then you had like Ainsley left back. Uh, Stevie Peters, you do you remember Stevie yeah, Peters centre half? Bath. Done his knee badly, yeah. but he was a hell of a player, Steve. Yeah. He, he probably would have, if he hadn't done his knee, he'd have gone on. Um, and Marco Michike, hardest tackle you've ever seen, yeah. Got got down at Dorchester, yeah, I was there for that game. Um, so, yeah, so it was good, mate. And I had like, I think I was there like sort of two, three seasons, I think I was down there. Um, Bunter come down as his assistant after me. <laughs> Did you, uh, is that after Cleveland, was that Bath then? Yeah, so they, well, no, after, after Cleveland, I went to sign for Bath, pretty much to sign for Bath, and just as I was about to sign, Frank Bregan um, gave me a call, and he got the Aberystwyth job over in Wales. And I didn't know it, so I was a young, thick lad. I can know, remember I mean. you going there, we were just on the roofs, yeah, was and you were going over there, I said, what are you going over there for? Because yeah. he was working for Stuart Hall. Yeah. So I'm on the roofs. Yeah. And they said, what are you playing for now, Matt? I'm a whisper. I couldn't even It was like four hours ago, would you give us a name? Was Dean. But so, 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 Frank Reagan, I don't know how he done it, he was a hell of a negotiator, Frank, right? I don't know if wrong, the boys, he gave us some good money. Um, I, God, God knows what the other boys were on, because he had over there, so we had Jason Drysdale, who, by the way, is one of the best players I've ever played with. What a top man as well, Chase. You had, like, Frankie Bennett, Paul Hunt, he had Stuart Slater, ex West Ham and Celtic, coming from London. Yeah. What? To play for Aberystwyth. Yeah, I can remember so that. God knows how much money he was given in. Christy Smith as well, remember yeah, Christy oh, Smith? Yeah, he was my assistant down at Western. Yeah. Slater. So we was going we was going like four hours on this bus. He, he made us train every couple of weeks. And uh we went over there and the Welsh League's a funny old league. I was born in Wales, mother's Welsh, all my that's how my family's Welsh. But they hated us. <laughs> like they hated us, yeah, right? But for whatever reason, because obviously because I was Welsh, they didn't hate me. Did you make it known that you was Welsh? Oh, I told everybody. Did you turn yeah. 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 Welsh caps With on the like. <laughs> Yeah, under eighteen Welsh caps on there. So it was um. Die Coop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah, we went over there and it went terribly, and. Uh, and they were like home games were getting booed, but they just they liked me, and uh, it was uh, it was a strange experience. So Frank Green got the sack. All the English players, like not English players, the lads I was travelling with, they all got the boot, but he kept me. And so who took over as manager then to keep you? Um, it was it was a Welsh lad. It was I can't remember his name now. To be fair, but he knew he was here, was watching or part. No, of he was part. He was part of part it. of the club, right? He was part of it. He was a player, yeah. and he took over as manager. Right. And he kept me, but it wasn't so much him, like the chairman at the time. And to be fair, I played some really good football over there. Um, Chrissy Smith, who's mates with Cox, got me a trial at Cheltenham. I had a couple of trial games at Cheltenham, and I, I, I'd actually played really, like, whether I was Welsh or not, I'd actually played really good football over there. I have got a trump here, Matt, can I borrow Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But that's probably like, you know, at that, at that time, that's probably like, you know, some of the best football I played. Yeah, fair Do you know true. what I mean? And, um, so anyway, so yeah, so I was getting over there at the time. I was banned from driving as well at the time. Oh. So I had to get a train over there. And it, mate, it was that is commitment, though, man. It was commitment. Yeah. But luckily, I got um, uh, Nigel Spink was the manager of Forest Green then, and uh, it bought me off him and took me back to Forest Green. But that was another Trevor deal, wasn't it? Trevor yeah, had right. contacts with in the Midlands and that. That's and right. Got 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 it got it done. Like so, I managed to get back. So. That was a that was a that was a godsend really, and then I had a couple of seasons then at, uh, back at Forest Green in a conference with uh, with Nigel Spink, but 
it was um yeah nice to get back well, to that's funny though isn't it? like Frank Regan lets you go has an argument then he drags you all the way over there to I play know. Yeah? he must yeah. obviously like you and watch you I think so I like so I've seen Frank like a couple of times since and you know it's uh he's living abroad now is he I think he is but we had a, a there was a te- um, like a a game for Trevor passing yeah. not long ago last yeah. last year or the year before so all the boys were there and that was the first time I seen Frankie in years and years and years I didn't yeah. bump into him at all after Aberystwyth yeah um, so yeah so back, went back to Forest Green and it was yeah happy days really what was he like as a manager and I just think and I just think was top man yeah. like I got on really well with him because um, he was a European Cup winner wasn't he he was, he was a bloke, yeah. yeah and he had um his assistant as a chap who was such an I can't think what his name is unfortunately but what a, what a great fellow he was he died recently as well he used to play right back for Villa um, and yeah we, the, the issue was that we had quite a young side and he had some older players in there that were probably a little bit too old and in the, that conference at that time well conference has always been a like, strong level of football hasn't it? Yeah. and it didn't and it, so yeah, the first season where we did quite well and the second season it sort of got to Christmas time and uh, yeah, they, they got rid of uh, Spinksy. Um, and, and yeah, that sort of coincided with me, the new manager that came in. Um, I didn't really see eye to eye with. And I, that's when I I, uh, I went to Bath then. And that's when I actually arrived back at Bath and then was at Bath for a, a good long stint then. Yeah, we, we talked. So you had how many games at Bath? 336. Six goals. Six goals. Did you not go up for corners? I did, unfortunately, as well, yeah. But I was always the one Did you score more own goals than goals? I was more the dummy run. I was the dummy run. That was my excuse as well, Cooper. I used to stand up and just flick them off. And, and others would score at the back stick. Yeah, no, I won't renowned for it. It's weird, isn't it? Like, because as a defender, I was always quite good at reading the ball. Yeah. And was in the right place you know, eight times out of ten. Yeah. But attacking the ball from a corner, I could never quite get the flight of it. <laughs> it was just, it's so weird, like, because, you know what I mean, I just, I just can't quite get it. But yeah, that's, I'm not, yeah, prolific, so, I am not. So your manager was Alan Pridham? Yeah, so Prid signed me. I actually went on, I, first of all, I went on loan for Chippenham um, for a month, um, and then ended up signing permanently for Bath. Um, and I had, yeah, a couple of funny seasons there with Al. Because, with um, some very dodgy training methods, I have to say. <laughs> we had smart years as coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart years as coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, and which, to be fair, it was weird because Smart just ran us. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it was it was funny. We had, we had a good laugh, but the team, to be fair, was not the best. Yeah. Um, and then Gary Alvarez, who was or played with at Forest Green, um, he'd come to Bath. Um, as a player and then when Prids um, left the club Gary then took over as like sort of player coach the first year and then as manager the second year so you know, Gary G- Gary was a good coach in that I mean we got I mean so that that season I got the season he took over I got player of the year that year and we come back the following season and we played Reading in pre-season that was it was the season where Reading won the championship by under points. Steve Copeland, you know, and they had a right good side. Like Steve Sidwell in midfield, that Harper, the big ginger lad up top. What was his name? Do you remember him? The big ginger lad. And he had Sean Goper as well up top. Yeah. So we played them pre-season. We lost six 0 right, and we did not touch the ball for the whole game, right? I remember me and me and Harvey were travelling back because Harvey was at Bath then. We were travelling back from Bath, and me and him were just sat in the motor. 
didn't chat to each other all the way back just where we was in shock and we were yeah. like do you know god we are crap like do you know what I mean <laughs> like these players are so much better than us and then Gaz sort of pulled me in the office the next day and it was like I'm so disappointed in you and your performance the other night and I was like hang on a minute like nobody touched the ball like do you know what I mean they were just they were a good yeah. side like properly they changed. you get that sometimes don't you when it's like just absolutely better and you've got old trans up and said we were off it they were on it Hey, they won so the championship. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they went into the cop they went into the premiership the next year. Yeah. And I think they come ninth for something like that. Yeah. Um and yeah, the strike at the, I remember at half time, it was like we were falling out at half time and they changed the whole eleven and in the second half Sean Goat would come on. I was like, my good God, are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, so then to be honest, I was I didn't really get on that well with Gaz at that point. Um he and he sort of like dropped me out of the team. And I probably was not far away from actually leaving Bath at that point because I won't get much gaming time. Um, but luckily for me, Gaz then got the Forest Green job. Um, and then AD Britton and John Relish come in. Yeah. And that was the sort of start of my Bath career then. Because, yeah, we had some we had some absolutely fabulous times then at Bath. You know, really, we had some good players. Yeah. The fans loved you as well, though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Like I say, I had a shaky start with them, to be honest. Mm. Um, because that popular side, when it gets going, and it yeah, don't like you. It don't like you. And I remember there was a few times. They can be, you know. I remember there was, a, there was a few times at the start where, you know, and I probably won't play that well in that, that year. I had one good year when I was there, and then, yeah, I did play so well when Gaz was there. And then when the boys come in, I just, we had a good team. We were wholehearted, you know. We had, they put together some proper players who love football. And it was like, yeah, we had. We went on and we got... So your teammates around that time? So we had uh, like one of my real best mates still now, Jimmy Rolo. Yeah. Still there, you know, still he's, assistant He's assistant now. Yeah, he's yeah, assistant yeah. with Jerry. Yeah. Um, you had Mark Badman, local player, like, you know. Um, you had uh, Geffen Jones, we had a like, South African keeper, what Evo. What player Geffen Jones was? Geffen Jones, very good player. Who was the keeper man? Evo, Paul Evans from, he was a South African lad, but yeah. to be fair, like, I mean, Stevie Porky Perrin will tell you, will have a go at me because Porch was a very good keeper at Forest Green and yeah. Bath and he had a great career. But um, yeah, Evo was different class. He played for South Africa in a World Cup, mm. broke his pelvis when he was at Leeds. And uh, yeah, Gary Alvarez talked him out of retirement because he's retired. And he come in and he was just like six foot four, amazing goalkeeper, yeah. um, too good for the level. Um, and that was, he was the start point really of us having a really good side. And you had, um, yeah, then you had A.D. Harris, um, lad from Wales, and, like mad as a box of frogs, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what a player. Lewis Holt come in. We had Mark McKeever come over. Yeah. And then we had Scotty Partridge up top. Yeah. I don't think um, A.D. Britton and um, John Relish get as much credit as they deserve because they've done, they done brilliant, didn't they? You know, Relish was manager and then A.D. took over for him afterwards. took over, yeah. You know, and, got promoted yeah well we we sort of so we would that was it was when the league sort of got split at that point and I think yeah. if you came below 15th then you got relegated down it took us a couple of years to get back up yeah um, and I think the year we did do it we had there was a lot of local sides like Mangotsfields in, in the league you had Yate you had us you had Chippenham there was a lot, lot of good local derbies and we played Chippenham um, in you know what is now the Southern Prem so one below the bar, what Bath are in now Made like three and a half thousand there. Do you know what I mean? There's like some proper good games. Um, but yeah, John Relish and what a lovely man John is and AD, I mean I still I still speak with Aid all the time, you know, and 
you know, we they came in, they put some good lads together, and it was it was very. I, I was I'd be real fortunate because I had an amazing time at Forest Green, and then it was matched again at the time I had with Bath and the team spirit they put together, and then we got promoted back into the like Conference South. We had a good season there, and then the second season because we were quite direct, teams sort of figured us out. And then we weren't doing so well. And I think Rowe at that point, he'd been a manager for a long time, you know. And he sort of decided he wanted to step away. And then, um, yeah, AD took it on with Archie. Mm. Um, and then we sort of kicked on again then, you know. Like, they sort of got in some, got in some new blood into the team. Um, you know, slow, probably improved on the players that we had. And then we went again then. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing times. And the fans, like, we'd win more than we'd lose. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we, we we won most weeks to be fair, so the fans were happy. You know, we was it was at that time, right from the chairman right the way down. We was always there. The boys wanted to stay late. There's all having the drinks in the bar. We'd be out in Bath, so we had like a you know. That's nice. This, it? this goes back to what we've been saying. Yeah. It happens most 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 weeks on these podcasts. You know. Team spirit is everything. Well, you just said that really there, haven't you? You said Forest Green, great, want to go there, still yeah. have reunions. Clevedon, yeah. still your best mates, you've yeah, yeah. football, Bath. Yeah. So that keeps you going each time. And you've had good stints at each club, haven't you? Yeah, Because you love going there, like, you know, and again, you're still playing now, so you must still love, love the banner wherever you go. We do, like you say, I think, you know, that's, that's part of it, you know, but staying fit and healthy, you know, and getting out and just, you know, I don't mind, I don't like running, but I don't mind doing it. Because you know, you know, it ain't only gonna last for so long, and at the end of it, you're gonna feel better than the start of it, aren't you? That's sort of the way I get my head around it. But yeah, we was lucky there. Bath was an amazing time, like you say. Got promoted into the conference again, um, and then unfortunately for me at that time, I don't think those guys thought that I was probably gonna make that step up. And I, I'd only played like one half a game in the conference. They didn't really give me another opportunity away at Crawley, where like I flowers in the league. Um, and then I moved on to Gloucester then with um, Boris, uh, Dave May, who was, uh, was a good mate. He, um, and I played with Boris at Forest Green as well. He got the manager's job and sort of said that I want to go out there. And it was, it was don't get me wrong, I was disappointed to leave Bath. I was mm-hmm. at that time. Really, I got myself super fit in the summer, wanting to have a go at the conference again. And I uh, wasn't really given an opportunity, which was probably one of the other disappointments at the time, you know, because I still thought I had a good few years left at that yeah. level. Um, but it is what it is, and I went to, I went to Gloucester then. And How old were you then, Matt? How old were you? Probably like 30, I think I was 30. 30, so I was still 30. young, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. I, I was disappointed. Actually, fact, were you given a reason? Not really. I mean, I mean, I, I, to be fair, I get Archie, me and him didn't always see eye to eye. Yeah. Um, and maybe that had a bit to do with it. I've, I, Bath re-signed me many years later and you know Archie was the manager still and he signed me again and he played me again so you know that sort of went full circle really but yeah I was dis- that was another like disappointing thing no real reason I felt as well that the lads they brought in at centre half I felt I was better than them as well so that was another disappointing thing and when I played in pre-season that I'd done well and it was just you know sometimes when you just know that you're not going to play and that's just the way it is mm. um but like I say, but then I went on to Gloucester and had five years there. It was it was brilliant with Boris, to be fair, yeah. in the Conference North. So you know, real tough league. Well, he keeps telling me Boris, uh, Dave Mayo. He keeps telling me, you know, what good job he did out there, and he did because he had no money and everything yeah, else. Yeah, no, no, right. he, he, 
you know, to keep them in the conference because it was Conference North then they conference got put into North, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough and, league, man. Oh, tough yeah. league, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, and, um, yeah, I'd say, nah, Burris, not a chance. It's an easy job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did, to be fair, I mean, he got in, like, I mean, he, to be fair to him, he sorted me out, which is obviously what you're interested in, but he got lone players in. And, like, we had some good players who went on, like, individually at other teams like big Tom Hamlin in the centre-half and Jack Harris and, you know, they had some good players. Um, and we went on, like, that conference north was, you'd go up north and then boys, they love it out there, man. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So you're playing against men and, like, you'd play with a conference south, you go London and you'd kick a few and they'd go a bit quiet. You go up north, you kick a few and they're like, well, I'm going to say, hang on a minute, this is what I was <laughs> expecting, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was brilliant. And we played at Wallen Road as well because they had no ground at the time. All right. So our home was, games were... It kept up. flooded, didn't it? I mean, really, I played at Gloucester. And yeah. The pitch was literally like the Severn. Yeah, the that's right, yeah. Just right up to the stands. And it was ruined, wasn't it? Yeah. Said, was they already used back in there now, weren't they? Yeah, they went back last year, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, last year. They got Astro. They got Astro, yeah. Astro, yeah. yeah. They, only last year. So but they had something to the river, up. they didn't stop it. Yeah, 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 they built it. Because Eamon McGurk, he owns like a, uh-huh. a building company, Landfill and all that, and he... Because it was a lovely setup, Gloucester. Yeah, wasn't it? Nice and Meadow Park, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're full time pro now. Are they? They are, yeah. Gloucester? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, How last year. Did you Conference North? Last year Get before. Boots out. No, last year before it got um, disbanded, or the year before, they were top. Yeah. And top by a distance. Yeah. And the league got stopped. Because oh, of the COVID. Because of the COVID. And yeah, because the, the team that was top of the Conference South and the team that was top of the Conference North was Gloucester. They tried to take the league to, to court saying, hang on a minute. Because, you know, yeah, yeah, into so the conference is yeah. it's not easy, is it? Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, it was, um, so yeah, it was, uh, yeah, we like, played at Wadham Road, home games, which was happy days. Did you get a decent crowd there? Got a few, like, but... Because they didn't have a bad crowd, Gloucester, did they? No, they Five, six hundred. It was all a bit nomadic at that point, because mm-hmm. I think they played at Forest Green for a few years. Mm-hmm. Then they played at Simon Centre. Yeah. Then they went to uh, Wadham Road. and then But when I left, I left to go to Chippenham because it was just... I was doing some hell of a miles because I moved to Swindon. I live in Swindon now. And I was going Swindon to Bristol to work, up to Gloucester, mm-hmm. just doing this trial, and then going up north to play. And it was just getting too much. So I left there to go to Chippenham because it was like obviously in yeah. between the house. And I just thought that would be a better way of doing it, really. But And I was lucky because then they left Wadden and went to Evesham, which ain't quite as uh, ain't quite as exciting, is it, as Wadden Road? Well, um, who did you go to um, Chippenham? Who was the manager there? Uh, Mark Collier. Collier. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Collier. So and I got on board with Mark. But I broke my leg after like eight games. Right. Um and he'd given me some good money to go down. I, I you know, we'd started while the team was good and I broke my leg and it was um yeah, it's disappointing really and then to you know, to come back from a broken leg takes a bit of time. So you obviously in your thirties then? Yeah, so I was like what was like 36, 37 then. Yeah, fair play to keep going. Is that yeah. probably the worst injury you've had? Yeah, I broke my kneecap at Gloucester, but right at the end of the season. Mm. And I was just by the time I come back to the start of next season it was like healed, so I didn't really miss any games. Because looking at the appearances you've made over the years and still to be playing that, yeah. you must have been pretty lucky during Yeah, I was pretty lucky, but like you say, I'm not very quick, so I'm never gonna pull a hammy or nothing like that. But But you do go through a lot, yeah. Don't you? Yeah, I go through a lot, <laughs> yeah. But um I tell you what I think again, like like being like manual at work, being a roofer and, you know, years out, I think it does make you a bit tougher and a bit, you know, you know, you're a bit more robust, like, do you know what I mean? And so And we, we've said this before, you know, he, he, we were playing men's football 
and you were playing conference football when you were 19, man. Yeah. You know, and, and it toughens you up. It does, and, yeah. And, you know, we've said it, yeah, isn't it? Rob's, me at clan down and that. It, 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 it makes you a man early doors, doesn't it? Does. Right, yeah. Of course it does. But it was good, yeah. So then, yeah, broke my leg and didn't quite get back. And then I, I actually left the season after. We played another season there. And then I left. And I ended up going back to Bath then for... Um, another season which yeah. was which was brilliant that was a conference south and I went there to sort of cover um, and, 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 and the centre half got injured and I got in the team and I, I just played played right through then and so you had three different spells at that yeah three different spells yeah two different spells at Gloucester yeah two different spells at Forest Green yeah <laughs> I went yeah. to should we go back there again no, go back to <laughs> fair put me off my life down there <laughs> but in saying that, that that's, that's a tribute to you isn't it because you don't strike me, you know, I'm going to say it, Painter, you're another one that I've never played with or managed. Yeah. And um, I didn't release you from or anything like that. No, no, you were safe. But you never struck me as a player that played for the money or any or anything like that. You you wanted a play and, you know, you've already said it, you left a couple of clubs or were on the verge of leaving because you weren't playing. Yeah. And, you know, you loved to tackle as well, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't want to tackle. The long and short is I love football. Do you know what I mean? I literally love it. I love everything about it. I love going out on a Saturday and getting the better of the striker that I was playing against. Yeah. Is um, it still the same case now though, going out on a Saturday? Like now you're older and you've um, got young kids. To be honest, I think like, I mean, like I said, I'm still playing. I don't play anywhere near as much now. I'm the odd game here or there, you know. I played twice this season. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is when it's ingrained in you. It is, you know. I just, I, I literally love it. I love going home knowing that I've done the best you can for your teammates and that you know and yeah I don't mind your tackle I do I do love a tackle but um, yeah but it's not just the tackle is it you love defending I do yeah you know and going back to what we were saying earlier you know that that's an art and that's a dying art and these all these academies and all that they don't teach that anymore no you know clean sheet but he used to play we used to have a summer league team didn't we yeah like I did he was a young lad then and we used to draft Matting, didn't we, to play for us? What do the leg? But we're all, yeah, but we're all like, you know, it's me, Darren Post, you were all, yeah, 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 yeah. Shawnee Bridges, yeah. Jeff Hazel, Shawnee Bridges in goal, yeah, and we said, Matt and Kevin, we're all like trying to pass it about a bit of fun. There's Matt crashing in, <laughs> elbowing someone, I'll kill you, as a summer football, yeah, yeah. calm down a little bit. Yeah, sorry, but, there's no off button there, I'm afraid. <laughs> did, did you ever play with Kempy? Gary Kemp? So Kempy was at Gloucester in that period right. of time as well. Um, I mean, Kempy, what a bloke. Like, what a great bloke. I mean, in training, you know, he absolutely annihilate lads in training. Well, this is this is why I brought it up, because you were saying about him, yeah. you know, Koopy. Yeah. And Kempy, I'm playing up in a wick, five aside, and I'm, and Kempy is firing. Yeah, I said, Come yeah. down. He said, Rico, he said, I only know one way to play. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And he was right, but he's, he was still as fit as a fiddle. Yeah. No injuries, no nothing. Well. Like, you know? I haven't seen Kempi Freed as what a top man he is. Oh, he's a good lad. Because yeah, he was out there with Mingzi and Tommy Cowell yeah. and they were running chipping him, weren't they? Yeah, that's right. But it was. Um... So, uh, just going back, you said Jason Troy's there, one of the best players yeah, you played Yeah, Jason, yeah. Well, I mean, like, best mates with Jace, um, for, for many moves, he was he come to. Swindon when I was YT and then he come to Forest Green because he had some bad injuries Jace obviously went to Newcastle you know yeah. didn't quite work out for him now and he was really lucky with injuries at Swindon but yeah me and Jace I, I, I lived with Jace in Swindon 
and then we both come moved to Bristol. But I mean, I mean, Jace was just he is from Bristol. He's Brian Trace. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he um, milky. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Jace, he was a waffle as a kid. Speedy and milky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. When the Lily Shaw, yeah. you know, he was one of the best of the best, like, you know, at that age. Yeah. And yeah, he's he was um, really unfortunate with with injuries, and he's ended up playing the level. But you know, what it's like when you play with lads who are better than you. You know they're better than you, and they should be playing much higher. But for whatever reason, they end up in the same league as you. But their class is just there for all to see. Um, yeah, I mean, Jace was yeah. Spot on player, like you say, some of the best how, players. How about the toughest, the Tungan? You must have had a few bad <laughs> Yeah, no, but who sticks out? Well, obviously, I mean, I did. I was quite lucky that I never played that many games against Mingo, so I'd probably say him if it was. Uh, but would you like playing up against a big centre forward or no, a little nippy one? To be honest, I want, I want too fast. The big, the big centre, the big centre forwards. I was, you know, I always feel I could like manhandle a little bit and I could get into him, and you know. Whatever. I wouldn't mind having a scrap. That was that was the most important thing. I, I was like, I wouldn't ever back down to nobody, and it was, you know, I was up for it. So, little the little lads, you know, I'd give them a clip early doors, and generally nine times out of ten, they wouldn't like that very much, and they'd go away. So, but no, I think that the toughest I, I played against them very early in my career was Neil Grayson. He used to play up top for Cheltenham. Yeah, he went to Larry. <laughs> <laughs> no. never, never seen Neil Grayson. Didn't think so. Mate, he was a good player. Mate. Um, and he was, he was hard-working centre-forward. Like, if you went at him as hard as you could, he would just give it you back as hard as you could. He'd never stop running. He'd score goals. He was good in the air. And uh, he was part of that very successful Cheltenham side that yeah. went on, went into the league, and he was, like, England non-league player. Like, you know, just they had some real good he players. Just, he was good players. But, yeah, I mean, see, there's lo- there was loads of lads in the conference north that were very, very good. Um... But no one really stands out apart from Grace, who I would say that I was, you know, at the start of the game, I'd think my good, my, my good there, goal. I mean, there is some players, aren't there? Like, we've talked about Sean Penny before. One great is it with pace, was he? Yeah. He went, he went over skillful, but he just had that ability to score goals and pop up in places yeah. to score goals, which is, it's I must not, be a kid. Well, you, know? you say, like, like defending-wise, from corners and stuff like that, you just know kind of where you want to stand. You just got you automatically kind of move towards that position to cut out of space, yeah. and I suppose it must be the same for you know. Yeah, just, just Come on, let's let's, let's, let's let's talk technical then. Right. You a man marker, or you a zonal marker as a defender. I like to get my hands on someone. To be fair, yeah. um, I, we, I did them both at Bath. We did zonal stuff like that. I don't know. I, I gotta be honest. I I'm not on your defenders like but I don't think so I think zonal marking gives you a cop out as a player yeah do you know what I mean because yeah, you've got to mark a space yeah you know and, and if, if a goal goes in they say I mean the classic when we were at Papa not my man yeah, yeah. when someone scores not my man because you I, even when I was a manager I'm not a really successful manager but I used to say to my lads at corners and free kicks you pick that number. if it's number yeah. 10 is your man you for that four or five seconds it's going to take from him taking that kick to yeah. clear it that's your man well, I think you know I mean? the, I think and if you've got a job and you've got to focus on that yeah. and you've done your role that's what I say well I think it, just, it, it also puts you under pressure doesn't it Yeah. it puts you under pressure to not let your man get away from you because mm-hmm. you know that if, when, it, when your name goes up on the board who you're marking if he scores you know everyone's going to be looking at you when you come in but I shout at the telly now if I see someone not on the post the front yeah. post and stuff uh, yeah. from corner they would have scored if he'd have been on the post yeah. they would have scored it's just silly things and I, I, some some coaches go part part 
Zone so Owen Park marking. And I'm saying, well, we've done that forever. Yeah. So we'd have somebody on the near post area. Yeah. We'd probably have somebody on the back stick. Yeah. You know, and 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 then we'd have somebody edge of the box. But I was a classic. If I could like, I'd get on the wing. My job would be to get in front of the first man. Yeah. On the post. Yeah. And what you was taught to do, don't let it go over you if yeah. you could. You know, and how often you see now people take I mean, you don't clear, I was quite good in the air, like. Yeah, he was quite for a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I used well, to, to be yeah. fair. I don't want to say it, and I certainly, I don't really want to say it when it's going to get played and held forever, but. He can play to be fair, could he? You know oh, I mean? Yeah, we've 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 had this uh, discussion. You know, we've had a lot of players that could stick their foot in. Yeah, but we've had one or two players. Yeah, in, we try yeah. to try yeah. to even out with it. From our first eight players, we're like proper <laughs> kickers. Was it? Yeah. Well, look, if it goes a little bit more than that, yeah. but, to be fair. but to be fair, all the lads we've had in, I think they can yeah. play. Yeah. But you know, they a lot of their strengths was their tackling and yeah. and stuff, which you know you've got to have a lot of different well, you know, know, assets. Well, you? that's where I kind of like you know I get on really well with the manager at Swindon Supermarine, and I played not so much now, but you know. It's nice being around the young boys, and I think he wants me to be around them because, like you say, defending is like a dying art now, and they don't want to. You know, the problem is now you go one nil down, two nil down. You can see the determination drop out of them, but you can get back into games, and I think that's sort of what's getting lost, really. I I I always had this philosophy, uh, Matt. That you know, if you're conceding two goals a game, that's eighty goals a season. You're in a relegation without a shadow of a doubt. You know, it, so it's got to be part of the game, hasn't it? Yeah, part of the coaching. Good. We don't teach players to tackle anymore. No. You know, and right. I know Pep's come out. Pep Guardiola has come out and said, "Oh, I don't need to." No, at that level, you probably don't. No. Yeah, different at our level. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, we've got you got to talk about the level you play at, and, and also how many players have you played with that actually read the game and see what things mm. are going on? Mm. I can think of a few that I played with, but it wasn't my one my strength. My strength was. Marking that centre forward, stopping him scoring, blah blah blah. But to be honest, though, like in all the teams that I played in, we've had a real good blend yeah. of, and and I didn't, you know, like you say, Paul Hunt, you know, Mark McKeever, Scott Partridge, you know, all them boys. If they didn't want to put a tackle, I've got no problem with that because that's not what they're good at. Yeah. You want them to be free so that when they get put through, they score a goal. And, and I think that was like, you know, if you knew your job and you weren't worried about what other people were doing, I think that was, and that was the key to the success of the teams. And that's that's a key to management and coaching. Yeah. You know, so we had, you know, your painters and your smarties and that could play. Good player, my smart. I don't want to say that either, but you like, oh, <laughs> don't do that. I know, yeah. He's listening. Please don't let him hear this. Yeah, but, but that's, that's the um, that's half the battle mm. having that having that, that balance and you know the players the, your piano players and your your labourers you know it's it is one of those things and it's, it's it's difficult to get that blend sometimes so I've got to mention we had Palms's golf day Dave yeah. Palmer and yeah. you've already mentioned him Marco Machici he yeah. put a team in yeah. how come you were not in that team to be honest right I did see a few photos from him out on Facebook and I can't believe I didn't get in there right. I think, to be fair I don't, I'm not in Bristol anymore so I am sort of out of the loop a little bit but well, he had Ian Harvey playing Ian Harvey and I've been told, according to the boys, yeah. that he's not very good. No, he's <laughs> at golf. No, he's crap. To be fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's 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 a funny lad, mind. So uh, you, you, you probably need to get him in to have a chat at some point. But he's um, 
But no, I, I, do you find it no palms either? No, no, no. But I, I'm saying Marco's put a team in this year, yeah. you know, and and I'm a, I th- I'm just at bantering with the question. Why did I not make it in there? Well, I'll have a chat with him. Shall I? We'll see if we can get in the next one. Maybe. Is it going to be what you thought you were? Because who else was in that team? Can you remember? Tommy Docks, Tommy Docks, Tommy Docks, Tommy Docks, Tommy Docks. Paul Fowler, Paul Fowler, Fowles. yeah, what a player he was as well, oh, Fowles, man. didn't cool. play as I as he should have done it, nah, Fowles, well like you say all those boys are like sort of my best mates as well, you yeah. know, like a group of us growing up, um, all playing like non-league and Tommy Docks as well, you know, yeah. like, just being away on a stag do with Docks, it's, um, yeah, so I've got some good local lads who, who, who don't mind a bit of football, which is good, yeah, you don't, well, he played, you know, loose games for City didn't Tommy Dock. Yeah. Um, Mark Beckham, didn't he? In England yeah. played Ireland? Yeah. Played to Tom. Ireland. I mean, Tom, to be fair to him, had a, he had a great career, didn't he? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And um, when we were kids, like when I was at uh, Swindon and like Docks was at City and, you know, he was just head and shoulders above everybody. He played Bristol City and he was doing things with the ball that you didn't even know, hitting the second striker, whipping it in and you were just like, you didn't even think about the second strike, you just look at the first one, do you know what I mean? So Tom was well ahead of everybody at that, at yeah. that age and obviously went on to have a, you know, a fabulous career and looked fair play to him and he's a top man as well, so it was good. Yeah, but they're all grounded individuals, aren't they? Yeah, well, they're Feet on the ground, never know, know what airs and well, graces. Tom, I mean, he was like Bristol City captain, you know, and he was, at that time, City were a really good side. You know, Danny Wilson and, and Tom was like getting a bit of recognition playing for Northern Ireland and he was, you know, playing really, really well. But you would know it, Tom was, you know, round our house, you know, just chilling out of us. You had no airs and graces about him, Tom. And you know, see, he's a proper Bristol boy, loves it. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a credit really because, you know, a lot of the players that he played with, you know, were down the town, showing off, giving it all that. And, you know, Tom Tom never was like that. He was just like true to, true to his you know, mate. Hatch. Hatch, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he always used to say, because, you know, he just normal kid. Yeah, yeah. Normal bloke. Normal bloke. It's top bloke. Mm. Right. Anything else you want to share with our listeners? Oh, to be fair, I think we've probably said too much. I think, so, uh, <laughs> that's good. You've done all right, mate. So, Matt Coop, thanks very much for entertaining us and um, great to reminisce and it's good day yeah. it's a younger generation it is a younger it? generation 43 still playing for Swindon Supermarine yeah which is brilliant Matt I'll look out for their results this week you're playing uh, I might do you know yeah. no, 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 no thanks for having me really, yeah. really, really good absolutely thank you mate. mate Coop thank you very much <laughs> <laughs>